I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. What we're talking about today, the best foods to eat as you age. Now, this is a big topic because people are all worried about getting old. In fact, I was uh, just earlier, I was on the Eric Von Hessler show, and at the break, uh, his producer, Jared, is a... I think he's 30 now, he just turned 30, and he was talking about how he takes care of himself some days and other days he still blows it out, and Eric and I, Eric's around my age, and we were talking about uh, that's going to change. You're going to have problems as you get older. Everyone does. You can't lose weight like you used to. Your energy level slows down, and he says, I keep hearing that, but I haven't seen it yet. I said, oh, you will. So uh, there really is a, a list of foods, and it really is the foods I've been talking about forever, that work really well as you age to keep you young. And most people tell me I look about 10, 20 years younger than I am, and I like that. I appreciate that. Uh, but really, it's not that I have any special genetics or anything. It's that I just take care of myself. I eat the right foods. So we're going to talk about the things that you really need to do to take care of yourself uh, because you eat every day. Most people eat every day. And if you have to eat, you might as well eat good foods. That's always my approach. You're going to eat anyway. Just eat foods that are good for you. And what we're going to teach you is less expensive than anything you're doing right now, easier than anything you're doing right now, much easier to clean up than anything you're doing right now. Uh, there's no downside to any of this. The only downside when I teach nutrition is that the other foods, the seven deadly sins of nutrition, alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, and artificial sweetener, they taste good. And I get that. I was normal once. I, used to, I was average once, I should say. This is normal. That was average. I was average once. And when I was average, I ate those foods and I enjoyed the flavor of those foods. But I was younger. I was able to muscle through things that you can't do as you get older. And also the food was different. When I was a kid, I don't know how old you are, maybe when you were a kid, we didn't have to worry about steroids, hormones, chemicals, pesticides, genetically modified food, uh, uh, glyphosate, weed killers. Um, we're seeing now all these lawsuits now. Are you exposed to glyphosate? Do you have this cancer? Let's go sue somebody. Uh, and you, asbestos came out like that. Glyphosate is now happening. Uh, a lot of questions about what's going to happen in the future. What are we doing now that's accepted or, you know, recommended as healthcare that may come back and bite us in the fanny later on? And so the things that are tried and true, the things that have made it through uh, time-tested uh, eons is eating the foods that you're biologically adapted to eat. And that would be fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. Now, I know you're thinking, Dr. Joe, that's so boring. No, 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 no. Years ago, 34 years ago, when I went vegan, it was a different world. It was pretty much beans and rice and salad, and that's pretty much what you ate. But now there's everything out there. There's health foods. There's uh, pseudo-health foods. There's these fake burgers. Um, do they taste good? Yeah, I've eaten them. They taste great. However, it may not be the best thing. In fact, just before I, I went on the air today, a friend of mine texted me uh, an article about uh, one of the bit, uh, fake burgers that's made with uh, soy, and it really is toxic. And I, and I agree. I've tried it. It tastes really good, but it's not a health food. So just because something's vegan or whole food plant-based, well, whole food plant-based will be okay, but just because it's vegan doesn't mean it's healthy. There are cookies out there with chocolate with cream filling in them, and now they have them in gluten-free version. And I tried them, and you know what? They were really good, taste-wise. Not good for you, but they sure tasted good. So 
I want you to understand that just because something tastes good, it doesn't mean it's good for you. But things that are good for you many, many times do taste good. And we're going to teach you about that too. And if you don't know what to eat, I've written my first book that I ever wrote is called Eating Right for the Health of It. And it's a great guide on what to eat. The first part of the book tells you how to change your diet. Second part of the book is all recipes. Every recipe in there is amazing. In fact, the, um, which one was it? The almond fettuccine. I entered that in a contest, a national contest, and I won first place. Okay, so that's how cool it was. So things we need as we get older. Number one, fiber. Foods that are high in fiber, fruits and vegetables, oatmeals, nuts, seeds, legumes, they can help your digestive system work better. Because what happens as we get older, our digestive system doesn't work as well as it used to. Your colon is a muscle, and nobody is as strong as they were when they were younger. Okay, well, unless you were weak then and you worked out now. But muscles have a tendency to get weaker. Testosterone levels drop as we get older. It's part of aging. And testosterone controls muscle function, along with a lot of other things control muscle function. Nerves control muscle function. So the colon is going to get weaker. You're not going to be able to physically move things along the colon like you used to as you get older. There's a simple fix for that, and that's fiber. Because what happens is when you eat fiber, it gets into your colon, and it fills up the colon, and the colon stretches. And when the colon stretches, it has something in it called stretch receptors. Stretch receptors are stretched to a point, and then they say, okay, I got to contract now. And that's how the bowels work. If you're eating meats and dairy products, how much fiber in meat and dairy products? Zero. Zero fiber in meat and dairy products. So it doesn't, unless you're eating a ton of it to cause the colon to really swell up, but then it can't be pushed along. And many times you get things like constipation, food will lay in the colon and rot. Um, when it irritates the colon, it can tear holes in the colon, cause something called leaky gut syndrome. So fiber is a key here that we need to eat more of as we get older. And many times as we get older, we're more affluent. We can afford to go out to steakhouses and maybe eat seafood and drink more alcohol. And many times our diet gets worse as we get older when it needs to be getting better. So fiber is one of those keys. It can help lower cholesterol level, maintain blood sugar, keep your weight in check. Uh, if you're a man who's 55 or older, you want to eat about 30 grams of fiber a day. For women, about 21 grams. That's the recommended dosage. I think it should be higher than that. That's actually the minimum fiber you should eat. Most people eat about 10 grams a day, 15 grams a day. So the minimum is 30. I want you to go to 40, 50, 60. Minimum is 30. Most people get way less than that even. So I do recommend you eat more fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds for many, many, many reasons. Now, a lot of you are thinking this question that I get this all the time. And they say, Dr. Joe, what if I just take a fiber supplement? Well, fiber supplements don't have the nutrients in them, like wheat bran, for example. Wheat bran is a good source of fiber, but it's high in something called phytic acid. Phytic acid, when it gets into colon, can bind to things like calcium and prevent you from absorbing calcium and other nutrients. So wheat bran, not a good source. It's a good source of fiber, but not a recommend, recommended source. There's other ones. They're little powders and gels, and you can mix them up and take them, and it gets everything moving. They work, but if you're eating fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, you're getting way more than just fiber. You're getting phytonutrients. You're getting vitamins, minerals, nutrients, uh, micronutrients, macronutrients. So, yeah, eating a, uh, an apple is way better than taking a fiber supplement because you're getting a lot more benefit from it. So that's why you want to eat more fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. And we have a, 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 a supplement on our website, drjoe.com, and it's called Dr. Joe's Intestinal Formula. Now, it has uh, herbs in it that kind of help move things along the colon, and it works really well to help people get the bowels moving. But I'll tell you this. We have several supplements we've created over the years. 
this is the one supplement I want you to not take. I want you to use and then stop taking, I guess I should say. I want you to not to need it. Because if you're eating a good diet, you don't need things like Dr. Joe's intestinal cleanser. If you're not eating a good diet, you do. Now, sometimes there are days where the colon isn't working like it used to, and the intestinal cleanser might be a good little thing to do. A friend of mine, I won't say his name, Tim, but what he does is if he eats a bad meal, if he cheats, he'll go ahead and take some intestinal cleanser, kind of push it out. Um, That's not a good recommended way to use it. Um, However, it does its job. So... If we have constipation or digestive issues, you might want to consider the intestinal formula, but again, only short-term. You could take it long-term, but I want you to use it short-term because you're not getting to the cause of the problem. You're treating the symptoms. So grains, of course, a lot of people talk about grains. Are they good? Are they bad? Uh, They're a good source of fiber, B vitamins, uh, B6 and and folate, keeps your brain healthy. but whole grains can have good benefits or they can have bad benefits. If you're eating the right whole grains, it can help with heart disease, cancer, diabetes. But what's the right whole grain? Well, I don't want you eating wheat because wheat has many times it's sprayed with uh, weed killer, glyphosate. So what they do is, and this is relatively recent technique that's used in some farms, not all. But as the wheat matures, they'll spray it with a weed killer. It kills the wheat and so it's easier to harvest. Now, this weed killer can end up in the wheat kernels, which can end up in your body. Don't want you doing that. If you do organic, you don't have to worry about that. However, wheat has something in it called gluten. Now, gluten is a type of protein, wheat gluten, this type of gluten specifically, that can cause an inflammatory reaction in the gut. And dairy is the number one food allergen. Wheat is the number two food allergen. So I do recommend that you stay away from wheat uh, at all times. It's also a lot of sugar, too, because wheat has what's called the endosperm in, in the kernel, and that's essentially, that's flour. That's white flour. It's sugar that converts into sugar. So uh, I do recommend you stay away from wheat. What good grains? How about quinoa? If you never had quinoa, it's spelled Q-U-I-N-O-A, and it's funny. I've been doing radio and lectures for decades now, three, four, de- almost four decades now, yeah, and when quinoa first came out, I said, this is a really cool thing, and no one knew what it was. Now it's really cool. It's in hip, posh restaurants, and it's really uh, trendy. Uh, but I like quinoa. Quinoa's great. Uh, sometimes in the winter, um, I have quinoa in my pantry, and I'll just add some vegetable broth to it, cook it up, and eat it like that. Add a little salt and pepper to it. Um, so quinoa's great. Uh, wheat berries, not a good idea, okay? Buckwheat is not wheat. That's what's funny. Buckwheat is a berry, um, and it's gluten-free. So buckwheat is okay, but I don't like regular wheat. Um, couscous, not a good idea. Made with what? Wheat. There you go. Uh, rice, there's a controversy now. We're finding that rice has uh, arsenic in it. And if you're going to eat rice, the best place to get rice, if you're going to get where it's grown, is in California. Because the rules are pretty strict there. And a lot of times, the reason rice has arsenic in it, it absorbs it from the soil naturally. But sometimes they'll fertilize the rice uh, with chicken droppings, manure, and sometimes they'll feed chicken arsenic to make it way more, and because they sell chicken by the pound, the chickens poop out some of the arsenic, the arsenic poop, the chicken poop is then used as fertilizer for the rice fields, and that's where it really increases the rice, the arsenic level. So if you're going to eat rice, make sure it's from California, uh, that an organic would be the best choice. It does have arsenic, but again, I mean, there are a lot of, I mean, cultures that eat rice every day, and so the arsenic is there, is it something to worry about? Eh, if you can avoid it, you should. That's pretty much it. Now, if you're out at a Mexican restaurant um, and you don't know what to get and you want to get some beans and rice, eh, probably not the end of the world to have that every now and then. 
Here's the thing. Mexican rice many times has chicken broth in it. Chicken broth is loaded with uh, a monosodium glutamate. So unless it's organic, I guess, but I, I don't know. I don't do chicken, so I don't know. Um, so just be careful with that. A lot of times if you go to a Mexican restaurant, you don't want to eat animal products. They'll serve you rice, and it has chicken broth in it. I was at a, a, a um, Asian restaurant last weekend, and it was in a, a section of Atlanta, Buford Highway, it's called. And it's, a, it's, a, it's great. A lot of great ethnic restaurants there. And the lady behind the counter didn't speak any English, I don't think. And I said, no meat, no meat. Okay, no meat, no meat. So I ordered um, uh, uh, eggplant and uh, a soup. And the soup, I think they were both good. Um, but then they had another soup that went with it. It was hot and sour soup or egg drop soup. I said, meat? No, no, no meat, no meat. But I smelled it. And sure enough, it was a beef broth. I could smell it. So just be careful. Sometimes the servers don't know what's in the food, but things to look for, of course, would be broths. Many times they're animal products. And now uh, Spanish rice sometimes has chicken broth in it too. Beans used to, in Mexican restaurants, have lard in it quite often. I haven't found any place that has lard in quite a while, so that may not be a bad thing. Nuts, nuts are great. I just had some before I went on today. Uh, almonds, walnuts, cashews, pecans, pistachios, big on anti-aging properties, fiber, nutrients, can help with heart disease, stroke, diabetes, uh, nerve disease. Great for the brain, great filling food. They are very fattening. Had a patient uh, last week, truck driver. Dr. Joe, I got to talk to you. We sit down. He says, I'm doing everything you say, Dr. Joe. I'm eating everything you tell me to. He says, I can't lose this weight. In fact, I'm putting on weight. He says, what's going on? So I said, what do you eat? Oh, I eat fruits and vegetables. How about nuts? Oh, God, I eat a bag of nuts a day. Okay. Nuts are high in fat. If you eat fat, you wear fat. It's just that simple. So if you're trying to lose weight, cut back on the nuts and even the avocados. I notice I can eat a little avocado, but if I eat a lot of avocado, I'm gonna, I, I feel fat. So if you eat fat, you'll put on fat. So nuts are great in small amounts. I had about three or four handfuls of almonds before I went on today. Water. Most of us don't drink enough water. We're talking today about foods, uh, the best foods as you age because uh, your body needs different nutrients as we get older. And we don't get as thirsty as we used to. And the older we get, the less thirsty we are. And one of the things, if you're caring for senior citizens, is make sure they're drinking water because they'll say, I'm not thirsty. I don't care if you're thirsty. Drink water. When I wake up in the morning, I take my super greens and essential source, which is a supplement. And that's the minimum supplements everybody should be taking every day. So people say, Dr. Joe, where do I start? Part of my anti-aging program, absolutely the, the cornerstone of it is Dr. Joe's super greens and Dr. Joe's essential source. They're two powders. They taste great. I like to mix them up in a small jar with a little bit of coconut milk, ramen milk, shake it up and drink it. Then I take my supplements and I take vitamin B. I take uh, adrenal support. I take omega-3 fatty acids. I take, uh, uh, I take a handful of supplements. Men's hormone support I take. Estrogen regulator I take. Uh, these are things as part of my anti-aging protocol, which, by the way, is working really well. So I take a handful of supplements and I drink a big glass of water with that. Then I usually have a cup of tea. This morning I had turmeric tea, sometimes I have ginger tea, and that's another big cup. Then I have another big cup of tea that I take with me all day. And I like to sip tea throughout the day, especially if I'm doing a lot of radio TV. Keeps my voice velvety smooth. So I drink a lot of water, but I have to stop. And, and herbal teas are fine. Uh, water's fine. Regular teas, coffee, uh, regular black tea has caffeine. Caffeine is a diuretic. Makes you pee. So you're losing fluids when you do things like that. So water and herbal tea really is the best fluid you can do. You want to add a little lemon juice to it, that's fine. A little bit of stevia, that's fine. I have to stop drinking around 3 o'clock in the afternoon because if I don't, I wake up and pee all night. Uh, went out to dinner last night with my friend Tim, and we went out for Ethiopian food. 
That's my favorite cuisine, by the way, Ethiopian food, if it's ever on a trivia question. And we went out, and uh, I had a, I drank a little bit of water because it was a lot of food, and I, I was thirsty. Uh, but I just can't drink too much. If you drink too much, you wake it up and peeing. It could be a pinched nerve in the low back, too. Because the nerves in the low back control the colon, sex organs, and bladder. So many times people come to me and say, Dr. Joe, my child is still peeing the bed. And they're too old to be doing that. Every case, 36 years in practice, every case I've ever seen is a pinched nerve in the low back. We unpinch the nerve in the low back in a child, they stop peeing the bed. It's worked 100% of the time. Now, it may not work for you. I can't make promises. That's my history. So with adults, if you have a pinched nerve in the low back, it can cause gas, bloating, diarrhea, constipation, urinary problems. Uh, period problems, sexual problems, erectile dysfunction. That's the nerve supply into the colon, sex organs, and bladder. So when we look at health from a chiropractic standpoint, we always check the nervous system first because the nerves control everything. And in many cases, that solves the problem. I had a meeting the other day with an orthopedic surgeon, and uh, he's retired now. And we were talking, and he said something about his back hurting. And he says, uh, I said, you want me to adjust? He said, yeah. He says, you know, he says, I've been a surgeon now for decades. He goes, and we don't oftentimes know where the pain's coming from. We know how to block it, but we don't know what's causing it. He goes, you guys are the ones that know where it's coming from. And I was talking about the sacr- sacrum and ilium and the pumping cerebrospinal fluid. And he looked at me and he says, darn, but he didn't say darn. He says, I think you're the smartest man I ever met. And I said, that's pretty cool, isn't it? So that the surgeons are now getting that we understand all this stuff way better in most cases than that. Now, I can't do surgery. If you need surgery, go to a surgeon. We have a medical doctor on, on, our, on our staff, and he's what's called interventional medicine. So he can do PRP shots. If you don't know what PRP is, we take platelets out of your own body that are healing factors, the growth factors, spin them down and concentrate them, inject them back into your body. Arthritis, it works great for. Um, hair, hair restoration, because it stimulates new growth. Uh, erectile dysfunction, women that have urinary loss called the O-shot. He can do the O-shot, Dr. Windsor. Um, and so we, if you don't know what it is, go to our website, drjoe.com. We have a drop-down menu where it says services, and you can see everything we have. So we integrate chiropractic medicine, regenerative medicine, to try to get you well as quickly as possible. And as you get older, many times this PRP is great because your body isn't producing the healing factors that it used to. Uh, we don't function like we used to. And so things like a PRP uh, work really well. So you might want to consider looking at our website and coming to see us for that. But I digress. We're talking about things that we need to do to stay young. Berries are great. Frozen berries are great as long as they're organic. Regular berries. I love blueberries. Uh, my house, I have blueberry bushes. I have a huge fig tree. I have uh, several gardens, two gardens at least, probably three this year. I grow turmeric. I throw a lot of my own food. So berries are great because they're so loaded with antioxidants. But here's the thing. If you're like most people, you're going to buy berries and you got to eat them right away or they go bad. You may buy them and they're already moldy. So when we make super greens an essential source, we take fruits and vegetables, juice it, take the water out at a very low temperature. What's left is a fruit and vegetable powder. And we don't heat it so that all the nutrients and enzymes are still active. So it's way less expensive to take super greens an essential source every day than it is to buy fresh fruits and vegetables. That being said, you should still buy fresh fruits and vegetables. But... This is a super high concentrated way to get your vitamins, minerals, nutrients, complete multivitamin. It's kind of like a smoothie in a powder form. So if you're buying smoothies and making smoothies and sometimes you get tired of it, you may do it for a while and go, ah, it's too much work. I got to clean the stuff. Just take super greens and essential source. I take it every day. Now, it's okay to have smoothies. It's okay to eat fruits and vegetables. This is just an addition to that. And again, the brighter colors the food, usually the higher uh, nutrient levels it has. So once again, 
super green essential source especially has the fruit in it and we juice all those and put it together in a powder so it's going to save you a ton of money uh, you're going to get way higher concentration of nutrients and it's more convenient i can't imagine how to make it any easier for you unless i came to your house which i'm not going to do and shake it up for you uh, cruciferous vegetables are really important broccoli brussels sprouts cauliflower they have something in it called diendol methane and diendol methane helps prevent testosterone from converting into estrogen and our supplement, Estrogen Regulator, which I take every day, has methane. It is methane, And methane helps keep your testosterone levels higher because that's one of the things that happens as we get older, men or women, our testosterone levels drop. Now, testosterone is your sex drive hormone, but it's also good for muscles. It's also good for your heart. It's good for your colon, your blood vessels. And so getting those testosterone levels higher as we can is really a good thing you want to do as you get older. And so that's something we want to consider. Another trick that I use to stay young is I eat something raw at every meal, broccoli, cucumbers, tomatoes, avocados, but I get regular chiropractic care. And the reason I say that is mobility is life. As you, when you're young, you can fold a kid in half and they giggle and laugh. And as you get older, you can't do that anymore. But as the joints start to get older, they kind of dry up and they lose some of their mobility. So with chiropractic care, it's the only treatment out there that's going to actually mobilize the joints. And so chiropractic care, I believe, has to be part of an anti-aging protocol. And we have medical doctors and orthopedic surgeons and neurosurgeons and vascular surgeons and physical therapists refer to us all the time because that's what we do. My team of doctors, we have chiropractors and we have medical. And so the chiropractors mobilize the joints. Chiropractic is the number one treatment for back pain, most effective, least expensive treatment for back pain. So if you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, headaches, numbness, tingling, radiating pain, sciatica, folks, chiropractic care, I can't imagine why it's not your portal of entry. Even the orthopedic surgeons and neurosurgeons I work with are like, chiropractic care should be the portal of entry when it comes to pain. Many times people jump to the end game. You don't need that. It's way more expensive and more invasive. Chiropractic, less expensive, less invasive. I don't know why you wouldn't do that first. You could always go up. You know, elevate the pain, uh, elevate the treatment uh, if you need to, but don't start at that point. Let's start with chiropractic care for pain, okay? So if you want to make an appointment, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb in the Atlanta area. We would love to be your doctors. Go to the website, drjoe.com, and all the supplements we talk about too, the Super Greens, the Essential Source. Oh, by the way, nitric oxide, another supplement that needs to be part of your aging plan because nitric oxide helps blood flow. It, it opens up your blood vessels, and that's another problem. Uh, as we get older. So super greens, an essential source, nitric oxide, vitamin D, absolutely positively needs to be part of your plan. Digestive enzymes. I take an enzyme before every meal that I, if I eat a cooked meal, I take enzymes. If I eat a raw meal, I don't. Uh, and chiropractic care. So if you have a health issue, go to the website, drjoe.com, book the appointment right there. Uh, we accept most insurances, car accidents, sports injuries. If you've ever been in a car accident ever, if the car was damaged, you were damaged 100% of the time. My doctors are known throughout the world for their treatment in car accident cases. So we're pretty famous when it comes to that. Uh, normally, the first visit is $375. That's an exam, x-rays, consultation, first adjustment, going over the x-rays on the follow-up visit, and a nutrition evaluation. It doesn't include a second adjustment. It doesn't include blood work. That's what it includes. Normally, $375. we have reduced that to $199. We're going to change that very shortly, by the way. So you want to get that done quick. We accept most insurances after that, uh, Medicare. We do the filing for you. So if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, if you're ready to get well and stay well, go to the website right now. You can order supplements or better yet, make an appointment, drjoe, drjoe.com. I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. 
Remember to subscribe to this podcast and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on the WSB Radio app.